Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about how you can work in a setting that you're still passionate about and still somehow try to figure out a way to pay down your student loans. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. We're up at Champion PT and Performance in Boston, Mass. I'm here with Dave Tilly, Dan Pope. What? What is up with the discrepancy in our seat? I could, should I go up or should I go down? I looked over and Dan was a lot taller than me, which is pretty realistic, but it seemed a little excessive with the objects with, 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 with bigger than me. Um, who, who are you? Mike, Mike Scaduto and Lenny McCrina, answering all your physical therapy, fitness, sports performance back types of questions. Back from sabbatical. Dave's back. Took a month off. Good month. He had a good month good off, month. but he is back, everybody. Len, uh, who do we have for a student here today? We, uh, we have Trey Martin. Trey is from East Tennessee State University. Um, Trey went to Vanderbilt, an undergrad, and uh, no, he didn't. I don't, is that true? I still don't know where you went. <laughs> you went to East Tennessee State University, an undergrad, and continued his PT period at East Tennessee State. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Vanderbilt. <laughs> Vandy. Do you have a wooden watch on right now? I do have a wooden watch Trey's on. A, uh, Dr. Trey has a wooden sales here. A wooden watch. Trey Songs. On there, I like it. It's a bamboo watch. Bamboo. Uh, Dr. Trey, do we have a amazing <clears throat> question today? It looks pretty good, Mike. Let, let, <laughs> this is what we got. Nick from Albany. I got into the PT profession to treat athletes and ortho patients, but with student loans and pressure to secure financial independence, I am looking into other settings. Any advice for those of us sacrificing what we enjoy to do something that pays more? Okay, all right, probably a pretty relevant topic nowadays, right? Like, um, so what's his name again, Nick? Nick from Albany. All right, Nick has some college debt but wants to work outpatient sports. I guess the question is, I don't know if you guys even know, but like, is outpatient sports like a, a huge pay cut or are we just saying something like a nursing home or well, Q care? Traveling PT. Or a tra- yeah, is that that much more? I don't know. I mean, I mean how much more is it? More? Like, yeah, it could be 15, 20,000 depending on the job you're looking at. You think it could better. be 15, 20,000? That's interesting. Well, I don't know. I mean, when I was looking at jobs, a lot of the good job offers are not in orthopedics. And the really, really good ones, like the standout ones, are definitely not in orthopedics. Like, you could be looking at additional thirty to forty thousand dollars if you take the right job. Wow. Whereas if you're looking for outpatient, at least where I was out of time in Denver, it's gonna be significantly less, probably closer to fifty five, sixty thousand starting. Right. So it's a huge difference, especially when you have a ridiculous amount of loans you're coming out with. So Right. Yeah, I know what's what talking about. Trey, do you know anything from like new grads or students right now? Like what do we got for like the scope of outpatient ortho versus some other markets? I would say depending on where you're at, outpatient ortho is anywhere from 60 to 70. And sometimes in big cities like New York, you can even see 55 just because of the competitiveness of it. Um, 
home health sometimes ranges at 90 for a new grad. Travel, you can get up to an equivalent of 100 depending on how much you get take home after tax. So there's definitely a big swing in home health and travel versus outpatient ortho right now. All right, so we just very helpful. We still right? have a good <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> made all that up. <laughs> Extremely helpful, but like, did part of you think like, is he making this up? Instead of confidence, I was totally like, I'm like, in my mind, I was like, does he know this or is he just totally making this up? But, so, I, I, so man, so I, I guess the question comes down to is, we're, we, I guess I guess we are talking about a lot. I was thinking we were going to talk about like five grand difference, and then you say like, "Oh, great! Over a decade, you're going to make fifty grand more." I mean, who cares, right? It was like I was, it was going to kind of leave it at that. But I, I wonder, geez, what do you guys think? What would you do in this this circumstance? What kind of advice do you guys have? Anybody want to start with this? When I first graduated, I um, <clears throat> I worked PRN. I worked hello. I worked PRN um, in a hospital. And I kept that job for weekends. I couldn't find an outpatient job back in the day, so I kept that job for weekends, and that kind of supplemented my income. So I got a PRN rate, um, which is pretty high because you're not getting benefits and all that stuff. And you're working in a different setting. So I was working in a hospital, um, acute care, but then I finally got an outpatient job and was able to keep the PRN job. So that might be one way to keep your outpatient sports. I know you're working more, but you're getting more, um, you know, more access to patients. You're seeing them earlier in the process. I think it kind of helped. It definitely helped me to understand what was going on, and you know, later on after a knee replacement or a hip replacement or any other stroke or whatever, how they progress to outpatient. So maybe you do that for a year or two as you're, you know, bettering yourself, uh, you know, with finding a new job or somehow upgrading your situation. So yeah. or one, way to, one way to have, kind of have a happy medium, yeah. Yeah, that, see, to me, I think that was one of the first things I was thinking with this question is, is like, <clears throat> you know, still, you know, keep going with your job, but there's other ways that you can do some side things to, to make some, some money yeah. inside and outside of PT. But I think with PT, it's, it's actually kind of easy to do home health or inpatient or weekend stuff. You get a weekend differential shift probably like with like, with, you know, the finances and stuff, like if you truly want to be passionate uh, and or work within your passion of outpatient sports, there's probably ways you can supplement that by doing home health or acute care on the side uh, for a nice uh, amount of side revenue, I bet, and then just put that money directly into your loans so that way you get over that, right? Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, you guys, I know you guys both have some debt, right? Yeah. And you both work in outpatient orthopedics. Yeah. So like, how do you guys navigate this? Yeah, I, I personally recommend to everyone that's a new grad, and I don't mind saying, I had $210,000 in debt when I left school. Boom. From, yeah, from all stuff, and I had help. So that's saying something. Two right? tens and absurd. Yeah, and um, I recommend to everybody that for the first like maybe two to three years, you should live like super humble and super boring and just like try to knock out as much loans as you can. So. I luckily had other job opportunities I coached and I also was running a company so I had three jobs but I worked like crazy and lived real boring for a couple of years because I was just like terrified of my interest loans. So I think that you should, uh, I had like friends of mine who moved home and lived at home for two years and paid off all their debt, granted they didn't go to grad school, but um, they were so much happier when they were like 26 because of their financial freedom and also their time, they'd have to be in the you know the clinic or whatever for so long. Um, but I would say uh, live with like roommates, like live super cheap, like don't go on fancy vacations. Like if you can suck it up, you know, from 24 to 27, you are much, much happier down the road because then you can be like, all right, now I want to go to do this job or I want to travel, I want to like go to some courses, I want to ease back on the clinic. I think that's probably the best thing you can do. It's hard when you're at school and you're like, yeah, paycheck. But at the same time, that interest creeps up on you pretty fast. Yeah, I think you got to do whatever you can. I, I don't know, I just see, 
people that leave, if they're passionate about sports and outpatient, like it sounds like you are, I think the worst thing you can do is go work in a sniff or acute care as your full-time job. You're you're gonna lose a year, yeah. two, three years of experience and treating the people you want to treat, and then you're trying to jump back into it. I, it just doesn't make sense and when you're I hear this stuff. So it's really passionate, probably miserable. And I right. may, maybe I'm minimalizing this because I don't I don't understand the difference for five grand, ten grand. Right. I mean, it's not, and that's significant for a bunch of people with loans. So I completely understand that, but I, I still think <laughs> I still think you need to find do anything you can to keep that outpatient sports job and begin to search for something else, or maybe you. I don't know what your situation is, married, single, but you go to a different region of the country for a period of time, you're still working in sports, but you move to Nevada or you move to Alaska, yeah. uh, it sounds extreme, but you're going to get paid a lot more and see the people you want to see. Shout yeah. out, Keisha, one of our old students, moved to Wyoming for two years because they had loan forgiveness, and she was like, I'll suck it up for two years, uh, just do it. Yep. Wait, so did you just group together Nevada and Alaska? Well, Nevada, <laughs> historically, <laughs> is a top-paid yeah. PT's Nevada, median yeah. salary, and then Alaska, because it's so away from, as you as know, as 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 need a lot of help the there. 48 continuous <laughs> things, they pay more, too, because nobody, there's not yeah. many PT's. Why? Hawaii? Hawaii? I, I would go so to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Champion Hawaii version, I'm in. <laughs> so, I guess to, like, circle back here, like, look, you got into this profession for a reason, right? You don't want to be miserable in life. You can get hit by a bus tomorrow, right? And then, then you won't have any debt, right? right. What happens to your debt if you get hit by a bus? Uh, goes to your goes to Dang it. So federal gets forgiven, so go ahead and die. Yeah, <laughs> federally <laughs> die, but no, but like, yeah, like private, like you got die. into this for a reason and you probably, I mean, you should have known that you were going to be in debt. I mean, you should have known all this on day one. So you got to follow your passion and say like, all right, you know, this is the job I want and this is how much it's going to cost me and this is how much money I'm going to make per year. And then you make that decision in there. But I, I'm a firm believer is you got to have fun in life and you have to do what you're very passionate about. Otherwise, your work's going to just be terrible. I mean, you're not going to be into another setting. So you're going to do a miserable job. You're not going to be helping your patients. You're not giving them the best, right? And then you're going to go home. You're going to be miserable. You know, you're going to kick your dog or whatever you do at night, right? But like, it's it, it's just, I would just say it's not necessarily worth it and say it's probably one of those things like to reflect on earlier. But remember, in life, everything's about supply and demand, right? So you got to find a place maybe where there's more demand, like move to Nevada, right, apparently, or, or Alaska or Wyoming, right? But it's all about supply and demand. So yes, there's a difference in there, but I don't know. I think my... I, I think I would try to blend this here. I would take a step back. I would stick to your passion, right? I would live real humble, right? And try to save up and put all that money into your loans and really don't worry about work-life balance right now. Um, it, what you're going to do is if you if you have a good work-life balance now that you're going to be compromised for probably 10, 20 years instead of just hustling for five to 10 years and then having this huge, huge, like the clouds open up and you can start seeing the sky. So so use that, but then maybe do some side hustles like Lenny said. I think that's how I would kind of put it together. So. Thing I will say is that just because you are working outpatient and not making as much doesn't mean you have to take a job in a hospital either. One of the things that I did and Tilly currently does is you coach, right? So you're working on something else that's more um, happiness to your life, right? Um, and you're maybe not making quite as much, but you're able to pay your loans. Uh, the last thing I will say is that try to refinance your loans as fast as possible because if you have let's say $100,000 in loans, which is pretty reasonable for most people that are getting out of school, that's about $1,000 a month of just interest at 6 to 8% interest, which is what the federal loans were when I graduated, which is crazy, right? Uh, I was able to refinance. Luckily, I married a physician, so another good thing you can try if you're low on money. Um, Marry up. You got it. And I was able to refinance at like 2.75, like like something crazy like that. 
So the thing is, like, I don't actually have to put as much money into paying off my loan as soon as possible because if I put that money into like, you know, savings, right, S&P 500, I'm gonna get more return from that than if I just pay off my loans right away. So now I have options and uh, it's much easier for me at this point and I don't have to worry as much about that loan getting ridiculously large over the course of time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think all in all, great advice. Um, I think the big thing is, I think we would all recommend, it sounds like, that you're gonna really regret and you're really gonna hate life if you just make a move just for money. Right, and, and I think there's more important things that you should be focused on, and I think there's other ways you could potentially uh, do that. With everybody had some good strategy, so I, I think that's that's a good way of putting it. So awesome, great question, good like career advice uh, question. I know a lot of students have a ton of debt nowadays, and this this current climate that we have here kids with, these days. with with college and everything. <laughs> what was that? My grandpa. <laughs> oh, kids these days, but uh, but you know, I, I know this is a really relevant topic. So hopefully, there's some ways you can kind of put it together and, and, and still stay with what you're passionate about because that's what's going to probably drive you each and every day. So um, great. If you have more questions like that, please head to MikeRinald.com, click on that podcast link and you can fill out the form to ask us more questions and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.